Hi, welcome to Ghostman Radio Station, and tonight my guest is Dave Jennings. Who is Dave Jennings? He's a, he's a leadership and organizational change consultant. He's guided leaders from across the globe to navigate the pit of success for themselves, their teams, and their company. He's worked with such organizations as Salesforce, Microsoft, Intel, Oracle, Diletti, Exiton, Mobile, and many, many more. He has been a featured speaker at leadership conferences in 22 countries. He's also catapulted how great leaders success beyond their experiments. His articles and commentary have been relied on by the Washington Post, Forbes, and the Street.com. He's a judgment instructor for the Kenyan Flagila Business School's Executive Development Program, University of North Carolina. He's also earned his PhD researching change resilience, resilience. And if you want to know what that is, you can go to www.learnaboutresilience.com or you can go to his website, www.davejenkins.com and he's talking today about a little bit about himself and a little bit about his book. Well, David, tell me a little bit about your background, because most people may not know know what the field that you do in, you know, because it's a, a quite an elaborate field. Well, I look at how people go through change, and so what is it that affects people? Why do some people go through change better than others? Uh, why is it that for some people it's more scary, and why is it some people even routinely seek it out? Uh, and what I'm really interested in, particularly, is how you can help leaders and their teams embrace ongoing changes. And so that's kind of the um, Obviously, you've done quite a lot in your career. What, what do you think is your best highlight, in your own opinion? Do you think is your best highlight? tell me how their burdens are gone. To be honest, that is, that's about as good as it gets, is just to see people change. And, and even when, when they'll say, you know what, I shared what we talked about at work with my, my uh, teenage uh, child or my, or my college age child, and it helped them. When, when, when little things like that uh, happen, to me, those are, are more important than any of the big names or anything else. And I, what I like about your book is that you've got a a very good picture on it of the ladder and what you got it coming out of the darkness into the light as if you you're trying to say people if you read this book you may be not doing well at the moment but by reading it this will elevate you is that what you wanted to achieve exactly and, and you know the name the pit of success is, is really what that cover is about and that all of us when, when we have to do beyond our experience, we go into a pit. We doubt ourselves. We, we may blame others. We, we may be mad at the world. And we're in that pit, and it can be very, very dark. And this does not matter if you've got uh, all kinds of experience, education, or who you know. When you are facing something truly beyond your experience, it could be dark, and it could be very lonely. And we, we 
outer self. And so what we have found through the research is that even though all of us will face that darkness, there is a way out. And that ladder out of the darkness, as you see, is our metaphor, is that you can climb out of this and you can do it repeatedly. And in fact, you must do it repeatedly to really uh, you know, succeed in life. And that gives you the, the freedom. But you absolutely can climb out. You know, Part of the, uh, our research got in a lot into how the brain rewires. And the one thing I would like to convince everybody of is just whatever you need is learnable, you can climb out of that dark pit and you can figure this out. Uh, the brain rewires. It's just so amazing and no matter where you're at, you can take the next step and you can rewire your brain. I like the fact, as I say, you you do it quite, you, you do it in the, um, your style. It's like you go part one, I just these as an example. What do you you need is learn a bit learnable. So you've got chapter one, introduction, navigating the pit of success. So straight away, you've gone into how you want to address the person that's reading your book. Yes, absolutely. In fact, uh, the first chapter, uh, for those of you like a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people only get through the first chapter. So we decided to load the first chapter and it gives you really the whole frame in that that all of us are at some level of current expertise right now. You're good at some something, some technical aspect of your job or uh, some kind of inter, interpersonal aspect of your job. You're, you're good at that. And you need to be better for some reason. The organization's changed. Your needs have changed. Uh, maybe you've had a promotion or maybe there's been an organizational change. And you need a, few, a new a new expertise. You've been you've been good. You are good, but you got to go to that future expertise. And the pit of success is what stands between you and that future pit. And and just immediately in that first chapter, we want to give you the the essence that this is something that people do all the time. And and you've got what it takes. We've got you know of course all kinds of examples of of different kinds of people who have navigated this. And it is fully possible, and we want you to know without a shadow of a doubt, it's learnable, and you have what it takes to learn it. And I say that not to be hype, and I always fear that, oh, you know, it's rah-rah. We, we get into the research that shows you, you can rewire your brain. This is not theory. This is not hype. We've got the evidence. Uh, we've got the brain scans. Uh, you know, this is something you can do. What you need really is learnable. Well, basically, the, what memory is, they say, if you look at a memory, if you try to remember a past event, say, you sometimes elaborate that past event because you don't fully remember it exactly as it was. But well, the brain sometimes fills in the little details, doesn't it? So imagine that's what you do when you're relearning a skill or learning a new skill that may help you in your business or working with teams or whatever. I presume it's the same philosophy. Well, the brain is real simple in, in the way it, it, it learns. If you focus on something and do it repeatedly, the brain lays down uh, a track, if you would, uh, a, neural, a neural pathway. And so whether that's an old belief that you've already done that for and you're reinforcing, or it's some kind of new skill, if you focus and repeat, uh, it's going to happen. Uh, 
uh, playing a piano, uh, juggling a soccer ball, uh, learning to deal with difficult meetings, presenting under pressure. If you focus and practice, the brain is so simple in that way. Of course, the brain is very complex, but it, it, it will, in its essence, obey and create a new pathway. And the problem for most of us is, before that pathway is established, is we go back into what we already know. And I say that not as a criticism, it's the most logical thing for you to do. You're wired to repeat what you already know because you've got a great pathway that, that allows you to do that. So your real challenge is to say, okay, I know that I'm going to do this new thing and do it not so well at first, but I've got to repeat it and, and practice it and, and improve my practice to the point that it rewires. And then I have a new path. I have a new habit. I have a new skill. And that's what we want to convince people of. Whatever new habit or skill you need, it's learnable. Now, whenever you do book, you discuss things like executing strategies for improving a high-performing team. I suppose a team could be anything, really, from like the factory floor to outside working as a team of gardeners or whatever. Right, and, and so we're, everybody, no matter what their profession, has to learn something new. I guess you could argue that some jobs you most of us, we're always learning something new. And so whatever the team is, and, and actually, like, my, my training is in performance psychology. So I actually, I, I went to the, the sports psychology department, and I said, look, I'm a business guy, and I plan on focusing on business, but I want to understand, you know, Olympic-level performance. I want to understand the mindset of that and how no matter where you're at, you can focus on the right things and learn. And so I, I really, I, I, I brought the different disciplines together of what people do to succeed in sport, what people do to succeed in music, uh, what people do to succeed at work. Because as you say, it doesn't matter if you're outside gardening or if you're running the largest corporation. We all have to go through these pits of success and figure out things that make us wonder if we're good enough. That's the nature of life. And I think this one's quite relevant more than you thought at the moment. How to overcome the obstacles of comp- competing priorities and limited communications? Because we've had limited communication because of COVID. Oh, absolutely. And, and because of that, a lot of people are just, you know, you, you get in this habit of change fatigue and, and uh, even more like, I'm good enough and how do I do this? principles, as you notice in this subtitle, is about how do you adapt, succeed, and repeat. And that's the whole thing is that we're going to do this. We're going to feel incompetent. We're, we're not going to, you know, at first we didn't know how to Zoom or anything. And, and now that we, you know, we figured that out over the next year. But now then we're going to learn something I think a mistake a lot of people are making is let's get back to normal. And normal is, is a progressively growing thing. It always has been. You know, the way my great-great-grandparents lived and what they would have called normal, uh, I, I don't want to live in, right? I, I'm glad we've gained in, in a lot of technology in other ways. And so just to realize that it's, it's something that we're going to do in the new future, it, it'll be the new normal, but we're going to learn skills that we don't even know what they are yet. And our future depends upon our willingness to embrace this idea that, yeah, I'm going to be incompetent. 
I am not going to know, and that is exactly where I should be. There's nothing wrong with me. I should be lost. That is a normal thing to, to be at at this point. But I'm going to figure it out because it's what I'm designed to do. My brain is designed to rewire. I imagine you give um, things on how to accelerate decisions and make, making the right way of using the right tools, feedback, and opinions at your disposal. I imagine what you mean by feedback is like what we used to have in care work when we used to have a meeting for the day and discuss the clients and what was going wrong with them and what we could do to sort that problem out that day. Most of us, our normal response to any kind of feedback is to say, at least in our mind, who are you to tell me? We, we, we have trouble with the idea that, you know, I, 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 I don't know, and, and that's a problem. Maybe something's the matter with me, and we, we defend. And the more you can say, all right, I'm just learning. I'm a learner, and I have not arrived. Thank goodness I've not arrived yet. You know, imagine whatever age you're at is, oh, you done all the learning you need to learn. I'm like, that'd be terrible. We want to be able to continue to learn and, and feedback wherever it comes from. Maybe it's the guy honking at you on the road. You know, maybe you get honked at a couple of times on the road. It's a sign that you have a habit of doing something that doesn't work. So um, the more you can become a friend with feedback, the easier it is to climb out and to get away from this idea that feedback is about goodness or badness. Feedback's a data point. Tells you, oh, that doesn't work. Oh, I need that. I didn't. I didn't realize that. And so, to the degree to which you can embrace feedback, it's life changing and freeing because no longer is everything a judgment about you. It's just data. Oh, that doesn't work. We we need that. So, feedback's a great thing. Now, how how are you? You obviously you're using the pit success as a business brand, as such. Now. People don't realize how, like, I learned the hot, my way of doing my branding is I just talk, I just put it out there that I do a show, blah, 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 and I hope to get feedback from it. I mean, obviously, that's not the proper way of doing it, but a brand, coming up with a brand is a lot harder than people, I think, give credit for. feedback from various people and saying different things and that's just one thing adds up to another and it evolves into it and I've actually been teaching this for many years and, and you look basically you get the response from people and that response again that's feedback right uh, that tells you oh that's seeming to ring true and you know initially this, this pit of success brand people hear that and they go what it doesn't make any sense. But then once they understand that, oh, it's the space between where I want to go, between me and where I want to go. And yeah, I, I experienced that all the time. I didn't have a name for it. That's what we hear all the time is I didn't have a name for all these doubts and challenges I was going through. And now that I have a name for it, uh, it really works. So like in terms of a brand, I, I will meet leaders I worked with 10 years ago and uh, or maybe a, a 
LinkedIn or something, and they'll say, hey, Dave, I'm in the pit again. And it becomes this positive. It's like, rather than going, oh, no, I'm overwhelmed. I have no idea what I'm doing. People go, hey, I'm in the pit. I am now in a place where I am learning. I don't have the answers, and I'm okay. And so that, to me, what's exciting is that brand really becomes a way of thinking about life generally that I'm going to be in the dark sometimes and there is nothing wrong with that. I'm going to figure it out. That's what I'm designed to do. And I'm going to climb out, find my new expertise. And after a while, I'm going to go back in the pit and find another new expertise. That's the cycle of life. I imagine it's like a twofold thing when you've learned from, I suppose, uh, people told you about how more successful and profitable they've been under your guidance. So that, that obviously that it's a thrill when someone tells you about how they've changed or they, they figured out something. Uh, that's always a thrill. And, 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 and I love the business. Of, no doubt, I love the business. But I'll be honest, it's just that personal change. When people, they're like, they, they see themselves as okay now. And they just you just literally can see a burden off their shoulders. Uh, so absolutely, I want the business to succeed, and just seeing the light in people's eyes when they realize, I got this. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing right now, but I'm going to figure it out, and I'm okay. That is the real thrill. Well, I've learned the hard way, but if I've, because recently um, I got up to a certain limit on my podcast, and I was allowed to say if I wanted to go subscription, ask for subscriptions, or um, like have adverts on, like paid adverts. So I thought, well, I've got nothing to lose. I'll go for it. You know, I've set a, like a stupid limit, like a pound subscription. You know, it's not big money, but there's no point asking for big money because you're not going to get it. You know, you've got to know where you are in the world, you know. Yeah. And I thought, well, I've got, no- I-, I thought, I'll give it a try. At least if I give it a try, I can't say I haven't done it. Just looking at your um, website, DaveJennings.com, and I, I like the fact uh, you've got a little where well, you've got the main menu, you've got the home, a little about you, executive solutions, keynotes, training, blog, resources, contact. I imagine the executive solutions is a bit like your book, little ideas of how you can do things and what you should try out. Or so the. Uh Executive Solution has a broad answer in that we, we come in and we help uh, 
figure out strategy. We help them uh, facilitate decision-making meetings where the stakes are very high, opinions are very strong, and we help them figure that out. And often what we do before they go into any of that is we teach them about the pit of success. And what happens all the time is we're teaching the pit and you know, executives who've been at this for a long time, they'll go, oh, yeah, right now I have to go into this pit. They, they realize that you know, they've been hanging on to something for a long time, and right now they have to face a new learning curve. And just as important, they realize their business has to face a learning curve. Another researcher has focused on that in the business application, and it's called the innovator's dilemma, which is how a business basically does things, they get good at it, but then they're punished because they won't change. They just want to do what they've been doing. And what I try and do with the executive teams is show them that this, your organization won't change until a, a, several of the leaders change the way they lead. You, if the business and the market is changing, then leaders need to embrace the pit and figure out some new skills and new ways of thinking in order to solve those problems. Way you solved them before just isn't going to do it. Another set of keynotes is just like what well, keynotes is. <laughs> yeah, that's, so we, we customize you know presentations for, for folks based on whatever their organization is going through. And uh, again, often we, we start that with a bit of success, but we can get into uh, you know how, how do you define winning for your organization? And that is a big question we really want leaders to think about. What is winning? And you'd be surprised uh, how most people have not clearly defined what is winning or what is success for their organization or for their team. And, and we really want to help people think through that. We often do that with keynote or through, through facilitation and consulting. Uh, the, what, you know, it, the thing that I find consistent is that people are starving for direction. And as leaders, you know, you've got call, callers or our listeners today and, and such. And, there is one thing I would push you to do is to do a better job of clarifying direction. Uh, your people are hurting for, for direction, and especially at this time where we've uh, been stuck at our homes, people need to know where the organization is going and, and, and this is the big and, uh, why we're going there. Leaders, please give more context to the why. What's pushing you here? Help people see what's going on that you see. Too often we just push on everybody and say, hey, change. But we don't understand why. And so that's part of, you know, in, this, in the, our executive work where we really try and push leaders to make this not a one and done. Clarifying direction is something you just do over and over and over again. You're obviously training at the moment. I would presume you can't facilitate going to businesses at the moment. Because I know it's different rules and laws in America. I know it goes from state to state. So I'm, I imagine some of that is a bit hard at the moment. Well, you know, we, we, that's something for us which has been a pit of success. So when, the, uh, when COVID hit, uh, you know, I, I have a business that part of my business is training. And we were really like, okay, what are we going to do for a winter uh, log? And it was a little scary. Uh, it was a lot scary. And we went and just started researching real quick. And we found what's called a light board. It's basically a piece of glass that you write on. It has light shining into it. So what we now do, and 
is we do courses around the world, right? I've had people from literally all over India, South, uh, South America, Brazil, Germany, uh, uh, England. And uh, so what we've changed in the way we interact is obviously I can't fly out now. And, and so we, we have a camera that focuses right on me and I'm writing on a piece of glass rather than using any PowerPoints or anything else. And it creates a really intimate conversation as we're just talking with each other. We put people in breakout rooms via the, the Zoom. You can you know, push some buttons and put people in small groups and have them work. We have literally had people say that this virtual is as good or better than anything they've been to. So for us, this was a pit of success. Learning how to facilitate online uh, was a big deal. In fact, my co-author, she commented that first month of me doing it, I wasn't that good. Uh, but we knew that we would figure it out. And we figured out how to talk into a, a camera across the room and such. So um, uh, we, we've been able to embrace the pit and come up with a way to do training in spite of the pandemic. That's good to know. And you see, you're using your own resources to, to, to um, conquer a solution, a thing. And that, I find Zoom is better this is how I do Zoom, is I pretend that you're in the room. If I pretend that you're the telly, you know, I'm looking at the telly, but really I'm pretending it's you, it's a lot easier to do the conversation. Yeah, because you're just talking with a person. You're not talking at something, you're just talking. And you both become a lot more real. I think a lot more people learn, it's almost like learning how to do television, isn't it really? Because it's all virtually the same principle. Have you got anything else in the pipeline, Dave? In terms of uh, next book or in terms well, of... Whatever you want to discuss, I, I don't mind. <laughs> so we, we've been looking... So one, we're, we're really, you know, we're continuing to help companies embrace the pit, both as leaders and as organizations and employees. Uh, two, we've been doing research on communications, and we really uh, have identified some ways that people can get out of the habit of... Maximizing themselves and minimizing others, uh, as well as how do you get out of the habit of, uh, of, of minimizing yourself and withdrawing. And so it's been really fun to do that research and see people decide, you know what, I don't want to be the jerk and I don't want to be just the observer in the room. I want to be a player and I want to be in the game. And so uh, that, that's what we're working on. I think we've covered most of what we can, unless there's anything else you think can think of, Dave, can't really think of anything else we can cover, to be honest. Yeah, just really, it's a, it's a line in the book, but we want everybody to know that, that your future depends on your willingness to be temporarily incompetent.
not know and you're willing to, to go, this feels awkward, you can achieve anything uh, if you will continue to pursue it. So you can figure it out. It's all learnable. Yeah, I, 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 um, yeah. So obviously, Dave, uh, please mention where people can get your book and your website or anything else you wish to mention. Uh, so, of course, you know, all the major uh, uh, platforms, uh, Amazon, Barnes Noble, uh, or many other platforms have the book available. And uh, you can learn more about me at uh, DaveJennings.com. And uh, thank you. It's been great to talk with you. Uh, yeah, my, my, uh, I always ask my guests the same question, Dave. What is your unique sign-off? My unique what? Sign-off. How would you like to say goodbye for the show? How would you like to say goodbye for the show? I, I would simply like everybody to you know, I, I really just that, that uh, statement again, that what you need is learnable. You have what it takes to rewire and figure things out. You are fully capable, and you just got to try it. So here's mine for you today, Dave. Are you ready? I talked to Dave Jennings today, and we're gonna, I'm gonna, he's gonna help me rewire my brain. If I look up the pit of success, how leaders adapt, succeed, and repeat, I'll learn more skills to do less as I need. And it's a great book to read. It's in a very five star recommendation from this show. Please go out and buy the book. Dave would like you to, you know. David is 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 leadership and organizer change consultant. He's done many things. He even worked for the FBI. I hope he didn't get caught. But if you want to know more and look up other sites, why not look up www.davejenkins.com or www.learnaboutresolutions.com. And you can also find him on LinkedIn. LinkedIn or LinkedIn. I can never remember which way you say it. So it's, so it's www.learnablesolutions.com uh, and uh, the LinkedIn, just if you type in Dave Jennings of Leadership, you'll find me. And please do, because he, he was very helpful when I asked him if he could give me some guides what I wanted to ask. I think it's always nice when people help you out. And that, as they say in England, is 